Hey everybody, welcome to the On Topic podcast. It's your host, Richard, with his favourite co-host, John. It's the weekly podcast that takes a sideways look at a specific topic, never to return to that topic again. What's the topic this time, John? (laughs) You really made me laugh with your hey, because I didn't think you even thought you were going to do that, which made it funnier. Yeah. The topic this week, we have to kind of get these down to like one thing. So we're just going to call it gaming. Oh, right. Okay. Is that what we're calling it? We can, you can use more than one word in a title. No, I know. But we just. Legally, to- I mean. No, but normally we kind of go like fitness slash the gym. Like yeah. Gaming. Computer games. Mm. Gaming. But done it again. <laughs> gaming slash computer games is what we do. I think it's good to flesh it out on the actual podcast, even if we come up with a snappy title down the road yes that's true that's true the irony my steam just restarted oh yeah see that's that's far 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 outside of my expertise yeah so so we're talking talking about computer games yeah Yeah, yeah. as is usual in my normal retro brain what what was your what was the your sort of first computer gaming experience? Because I think this is where the slight age difference between us is going might to be out. massive here. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it, my my genuinely proper one was getting a Commodore sixty four for Christmas. Okay. Um, but yeah, we got a Commodore sixty four, and that was. A, was one of the popular ones, wasn't it? Was popular, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah, of cool. similar systems, weren't there? Yeah, but it, but it hadn't really all taken off at that point. No, I would say Commodore sixty four was was that era. Uh, yeah, just remember the really tape well. deck. It uses yeah. the classic tape to load the games, which just... and it took forever as well. And sometimes you have oh, to turn God, the tape yeah. over. Yeah, it literally told you to turn the tape over. Yeah, amazing. Platoon, who I think were well, Ocean, I think it was by Ocean. Platoon, that was two tape. That was one tape. You turned it over, and if you got far enough into it, you had to get there was tapes three and four. I never got that far, so it didn't matter. But it's amazing. I mean, I, I was trying to think of what games on this Commodore sixty four. I, I, I remember best, I've but got, I've got the winning game that everybody remembers. So, uh, I, mean, I might be wrong, but I think. All oh, right, okay. The only two I can remember properly. Um, what uh, there was something called like Freddy Circus or something. Okay, and it was a very pants game, but it was basically turning circus acts into sort of challenges. So you had right. to do like the high dive. You had to get this guy all the way into a tiny tank of water, sort of thing. Got it. It was a bit sinister actually looking back. Um, <laughs> and then and then and I think this was genius. They had a football game. And I can't remember what it was called. Is it Football Manager? It, no, because you played football on it. Oh, okay. It? My little brother was addicted to football manager on that. Uh, well, that would have been a great system for that. But yeah, because this... you never saw the game. That was yeah. This was no. This was this was a football game, and it had more teams in it than even the latest FIFA now. Wow! And I tell you how they did it. They didn't put team names; they just had kits. Oh, so they no. had ten solid colours of kit of football shirt. Right and stripe, a stripey version as well. Uh, so you could be anyone you wanted. You had to use your child's imagination. Oh, you just made it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? I'm red, Man United. Who are you? Right. Why? I'm Leeds. You know, it's, it was. I, I don't know why we went down this road of actually bothering to identify each good. player. You haven't named either of my games, which I think that are quintessential. When, when you say it, I'm going to go. Oh yeah, go on Ghostbusters. Oh no, we never got that. Did you not? No. It had, there was a bonus for Ghostbusters, which is while it was loading in the tape, you could play Space Invaders. Oh, there are a few games that had that ability. Yeah, yeah. you could play Space Invaders in the middle, and and it was a the gameplay was so easy that like I remember everybody having Ghostbusters. I can't think up now any of anyway, the games. I will retro it up more than that because I put a teaser on the Facebook group this morning as what's the uh, what we were going to talk about today, and I used a screenshot from mm. um, a console called I think it was called the Activision or Activision, right? And it was the competitor to the Atari, which yes. was and everybody remembers Atari because you were uh, Pong, tennis, yeah, and. And my cousin had it. We didn't have one, but it it was like a 
black box, I think, and it had wooden supposed veneers on it, front and back, and it had two controllers. And if we were going to my, um, if we were going to our uncle and aunties, we were playing Activision and we were playing boxing, which, I mean, if you think of if somebody went, I know what we should do with Pong, let's turn it into boxing. The graphics are very similar. Uh, I remember two games, boxing and horse racing. Yes. They're both equally shit. Um, yeah. We were, I loved, we I loved that era of electronics out. where things had to look like wood. Yes. We had a Grundig telly. That, yeah, had to just fit in with everything. Didn't yeah, because people were like, well, I've got a sideboard and a coffee table. If if this newfangled television set doesn't fit in with that, I'm not having it. And we used to hide the telly anyway, didn't we? And the video player. It was made of wood, and then it was encased in wood yeah, as well. Yeah, you your mate's house, and they'd go, well, we might have a TV. I mean, every chair is facing the weird two-door cabinet in the corner, but okay. And he'd go, you never guess what this is. Click, <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be a nan's urn. It's a telly. Yeah. There'll be a telly in there. A little go, shrine. That's not it. And then he'd lean down. You think it's a drawer. Click. Video player. Oof. Ah. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we had a we had a Commodore sixty four. That was our. Well, it wasn't. So we had Activision at my uncle, uh, uncle and aunties. Uh, at home, as I've said, we've said in the show before, we used to have PCs because my dad was a coder. Oh coach. yeah. And so we were playing King's Quest, the games where you walk around, you have to type in instructions. Yeah. Um, you you so are stuck in the wood. What should you do? Yeah. Leave. <laughs> unknown command go back unknown command axe yes we used to do stuff because me and my brother down all the trees in the wood weren't very good at playing with it like playing friendly with each other my brother's a bit of a bully when we were kids so i remember a few times i would you know this is the most childish thing you do as a kid i'd save the game when i was falling off a cliff like i'd get it just so he was de definitely going to fall off right go, save game and then I'd put nearly end, right, save, so that my brother, when he went on, would right. open the restore the game to there. And he'd be like, click, and then I'd fall off a cliff. That's that's cool. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's retribution. I don't really think it's. Yeah. yeah. But we had uh, Commodore 64 was our first, what I would probably call, would that be? Yeah, console in the home. What was the point? What was the moment when you thought, wow, it's amazing what they can do now with these? Because mine was, I went to my friend Christopher's house, and right. he had a Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes, the NES. And NES, yeah. And he had Duck Hunt, where you got oh, to shoot God. a gun at the screen in your own house. I'd completely... And I, I, I was, that was a wow moment for me. I'd forgotten about the NES and the Master System, which yeah. were the two of Sega and Nintendo. Yeah, I remember playing Olympics... Um, on the uh, summer games or something like that on the yep. NES at my friend's house, and we all had friction burns on our thumbs. Yeah, yeah. From because everybody falls double tap the buttons, but if you kind of weirdly, young boys are very, very good at holding. <laughs> yeah. At an up and down motion very fast. Yeah, so, it's a rocking. Yeah, fastest method was like a rocking motion, wasn't it? Where you sort I know, of we used to run. Pad. No, we used to put our, you put you kind of put knuckle down and then rub side to side. Oh no, that's not worth the injury. Yeah, that was the injury that we all had. No, that's not worth it. It's what as I said, young boys, teenage boys, brilliant on that move. Don't know why. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's so that was like a bit, and then another sort of well moment for me was like the handheld ones, like when the Game Boy started coming out and stuff. Still amazing, like yeah, like, absolutely incredible, and probably the first time I'd ever seen almost what would now be deemed like copyright theft on a grand scale. Because I bought a Game Boy in about nineteen ninety one, um, with some pocket money or something, about twenty quid off my friend, and it had a cartridge with it that had twenty or thirty games on it, and you press the button. Oh the button. wow, yes, and it was the first time I'd ever seen you like. Yeah, sort of dodgy computer stuff. Yeah. Dryness, mate. I've I forgotten about all that side of things. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of amazing. Um, one of the things I was going to mention was that growing up we had the Sierra games, the King's Quest 1 and 2 and Space Quest and stuff. But one of the lesser known games in that series, they made one which was supposed to be a bit risque. 
in those graphics, it was supposed to be a bit cheeky, and it was called Larry the Lounge Lizard. Oh. So it was an adventure game for, for adults where you could go to like a walk down the road and go to a strip club. Oh, wow. In very pixely monotone. <laughs> and then carry on your adventures as Larry the Lounge Lizard. And I remembered that. I think I remember coming down and my dad was playing Larry the Lounge Lizard in a pixely world. And I remember walking in and him shutting So it was a graphic computer. version. So you you saw graphics. It wasn't just a text-based game. Yeah, sorry. So it was King's Quest. That is walking Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was great. I mean, it was appalling, but yeah, I remember my dad shutting it down really quickly and being like, "It's adults only, guys." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly. Yeah, so you grew up with computers. Yeah, I did. Oh man. Yeah, but so that I was... thought it was cooler than it was. We had modems in our house, and like even modems, you put a phone on, you know, actually hang the phone. Oh on yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, um, and dial up. Uh, modems. Well, my dad, my dad would work from home in the late eighties, but it wasn't cool. Like everybody'd be thinking you could like do stuff. You couldn't do anything. Yeah, you could play MS Paint. That doesn't count, though, does it? It was kind of yeah. There was that. Well, the games consoles is what made it cool eventually, wasn't it? Yeah, but absolutely. all of those systems weren't it, were they? No. Well, you. Know, I've got on my list of things here. This was quite an important... I don't know. I feel that I spent from about age 11 to about 16 being very much in the spectator position huh. around other people's houses. Yeah. The console I wanted. So if they had a Mega Drive or something like that, I'd be very much in the in the fan department of sort of sitting on the bedroom floor watching other people play games. Like, great fun but not actually playing the games because yeah yeah everyone had one friend like that what who was only who didn't just ha- more than happy to play a one player game while you just sat there yeah 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 i could i think i had a couple of friends like that and i could i could probably name them but it would be i don't want to upset them because i probably still know them but just sitting there in the room going oh this is uh, great and they'd go, I want to die one more time, you can have a go. And obviously yeah. you don't know anything and you'd have a go and be dead in two seconds. Which is... Yeah, that's, that's an effective strategy. Mm. I always felt like that with... Uh, I don't know why I've got a memory sort of like having to watch my brother play Gran Turismo or something. Right. Is he older or younger? He's remember. older. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've just sat there staring at the... Because when you're driving a car on a computer game, that's all right. Watching them, it looks like nothing's happening. Remember, like that Outrun game where you had to dodge the other cars. Yeah, I remember playing Outrun in arcade game. In, that was like the, it was. It's odd that that existed and it's gone. So in a pub, there would be the upright version of Outrun. Yeah, with the steering wheel and the accelerator on the floor, and it was perfectly normal. Just walk in, there'd be somebody, you know, like nineteen, twenty-year-old playing Outrun, and he'd be yeah. like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, but you've got it at home now. Yeah, true. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, that's kind of lost it, lost its charm. But I do remember. Um, I remember. I didn't have a console of my own. My little brother had a Mega Drive, uh, and my sisters weren't really into that kind of thing. And the first, so the first console I ever owned was in. This is bad. I think it was night. It was the Christmas of nineteen ninety seven. No, 1998, and I bought myself a PlayStation. But why did you never ask for one for Christmas or anything? We just would never have got that. We never would have had brand right. just because it's five kids. Oh, okay. You couldn't it share it possible. We used to get a board game for Christmas to share between us every year, which is like the worst gift ever, isn't it? And but, a dreidel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And a, and, a yeah. stick. and a stick to run, run along a fence. <laughs> yeah. No, but we did. We had this. We never had a we had a, a Commodore 64 and then my little brother on a Mega Drive. But anyway, I wanted a PlayStation. I never knew I'd never get one. And then on Christmas Day, we all sat around opening gifts. I don't know how it works for your family. We take turns. And 
there was a big gift under the tree for me and I was like yes and I that was in my pile I saved it till last and I tore it open and it was a PlayStation and my dad was like wow who got who got that for you and I said I did because <laughs> uh, I'd wrapped up under <laughs> the tree wow that's and quite his... passive aggressive yeah family fucking assholes so I on um, your part it was quite passive aggressive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, I'm okay, agreeing with on. you. But Carry they're on. arseholes, so okay. they deserved it, so I don't feel bad about it. Okay. I, straight after the opening of the presents and, you know, some ideas being floated about maybe setting it up or whatever, my dad sort of took me out of the room and said, where'd you get the PlayStation from? And I said, I bought it from the guy in the pub, which true, that is what happened. And he said, is it stolen? And I said, no. And he said, okay, then about, so we did Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and the next day I had to be back at work, and my dad said, I'm going to give you a lift to work, work to the arcade. Um, I'm going to go to the bar next door where you say you bought the PlayStation, and I'm going to find out if it's stolen. So I had to go in the bar with my dad, and my dad walked up to the barman, and he went, oh, excuse me. And then the barman went, all right, John? I said, hello, Mike, you're all right. And he went, yeah. And uh, my dad said, um, John bought a PlayStation in here last week, the week before. And I'm just really worried it's stolen. And Mike said, no, nah, it's not. I saw him buy it. And my dad said, right. And how do you know it's not stolen? And Mike, without missing a beat, went, I bought it for Smackhead. And my dad went, <laughs> what? And he said, oh, when the Smackhead came in, it was like 100 quid. And John knew, he just had to wait it out. How much you pay for it in the end, John? And I went, uh, 60. Then he went, see? Yeah, it's just a smack it. <laughs> that, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> My dad was like, I don't know what to do with that information. It was the it was a yeah, but it must PlayStation. Have, it must have put his mind at rest. Oh yeah, that's chuffed incredibly a bit. plausible. <laughs> yeah, chuffed a bit. <laughs> it's not stolen. He bought it off a man addicted to drugs and he waited until the price went down. Because the man was more desperately in need for an opium fix and then he was like I suppose the smacker could have stole it. No, it was definitely his. Okay. He was new, he was new to the heroin game, right? But yeah, yeah. it's good. Well, everyone has to start somewhere. Exactly, but it was a PlayStation with like I think it was about six, seven games for sixty quid in nineteen ninety seven, which was a ridiculous bargain. Yeah, I resisted the old PlayStation because mm. I'd already become brand loyal to Nintendo. Oh well, they've got the N sixty four. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, obviously, you know, at some point that waned because yeah, yeah, Nintendo yeah. were falling further and further behind until the genius of the the Wii, which we'll come back to, I guess. Yeah, see, um, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll tell you what, because it does come into this. I will read you 19. I got, I got uh, the top 10 games mid 90s. Um, okay. 1997, top 10, 10 games 1997. So okay, so this is. The top ten bought games, most sales, like yeah, it, no, it or is most a, popular games of it is both. So it's a combination because that was the most difficult thing. I was looking for UK, so we've got UK sales accumulated with the review score for the game. Oh, okay. And then you end up with an average, and then they've made this top ten. Excellent. That's how how it's gone, and I think. I think there's stuff to be out of that. So I don't know if you even know the first one. I do, because my, my uncle and auntie predicted. Number one in 1997 was The Curse of Monkey Island, which was an adventure game on the PC. Yeah, I know it, but I, didn't, I haven't played it. Yeah, it was kind of if you were into it, you got mad into it, and then you bought every single game. But, that yeah. was number one? Number one. It starts making sense after number one. Okay. Number two was Grand Theft Auto on the PS1, which was the overhead view. Oh, yeah. So the original. The original Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, well, that was huge, that game. Absolutely. And it was... Oh, shit. I can't remember the game. There were a few games that were like that, weren't they? Overhead. What was the one where you had to kind of do crime? You kind of like... It was like set in the future, and you had to kind of get money and gangs and stuff and beat the shit out of everybody or like burn everything down. I can't remember what that's called. Uh, I know. Yeah. That's I, don't know. I, rem- I remember um, there was one called like Super Smash TV or something. 
right. that was top down and it was literally you're in like a coliseum and you just had to shoot in circles as a wave of people coming towards you yeah 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 that very was... similar they so all... there were loads of top down games at that time number three i don't know this one this is fallout on, on number three a post-nuclear role-playing game yeah it's that's funny because that's really big now oh will it still go in as a franchise and it wasn't, yeah. Well, I suppose it's always been big then. Number four is an all-time classic. And I think it, it spanned a number of years. And it wins. Uh, Duke Nukem. GoldenEye 007. Oh, it was a brilliant game. Brilliant game. It was amazing. It had everything. You could play multiplayer without more than one um, console, which was huge. There were yeah. barely, barely any games. Golden Gun mode. Yeah. And uh, I remember playing... Uh, there were about five or six different modes, weren't there, to play versus. So you could play GoldenEye and whatever. Not GoldenEye, Golden Gun, whatever else. And it, it, I think it was far more popular than the film. The GoldenEye film was sort of uh, But the GoldenEye game. Yeah, it was. Everyone loved it. It, it was, was a brilliant so game. It, it, had, it, it was, it, I loved the way people, they died. I loved the way the baddies died. It they was the one they for Grand Theft Auto. Oh, no. So when was, you died one, yourself, then. No, when, yeah, but when, when you killed someone on GoldenEye, they actually flopped like a dead body would. Right. And no game previous had done that. Usually it's just like an alien that explodes or a monster that explodes. Or I think the trigger underneath as well, it being the, the they'd redesigned the whole um, console gamepad. Yeah, it was, that was the first time trigger. it came into its own. Yeah, really did. That trigger underneath was amazing. And they got around, and this is, this is a, a, that was the start of something with shooters on consoles as well, because... They got around the aiming thing with partial auto-aim. Yes. So you only had to move it relatively close and it would sort it out for you. And they still yeah. use that in like Call of Duty and stuff now. And that solved that problem because you cannot accurately aim with a joypad. It was also a... There were a few games that existed, particularly on the N64, actually, that almost took... If you want all-out warfare in a family... Board game-wise, you need one of two board games. You need Pictionary or Taboo. They will cause families to divorce. Uh, they will cause monumental nuclear arguments. But what took over from that, in console terms, was GoldenEye. It was the great way to have an argument with your girlfriend at the time if you were both playing it. Like, if you snuck up, like, she thought she was doing really well and you snuck up behind her and put the golden gun on her head. Yeah. That was good. But then they thought people aren't arguing enough. We need to get a new game out, and they created Mario Kart, which was yeah all it's, out. Is is that on the list? That isn't on the list, actually. Weirdly, that it it, was, it just would have been one out that year. Yeah, because I think Mario Three D that was shit was mm. out on the N sixty four, but it, it was really sucked. Um, <clears throat> that was so. That was number four. Great number game. F- I get it's a bit difficult now because I don't know these because you had you were in them or you weren't. Yeah. So number 5 was Final Fantasy 7, which I never yeah. been a Final yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. I remember person. that as that's popular in my school. Uh Blade Runner the video game so another movie movie spin off. Yeah. So I don't remember that. 7 was Castlevania. Yep. Yeah. That was like a shoot 'em up. You okay? 8 we're back into where I know where we are. Mortal Kombat 4. Which was fantastic. I mean, Mortal Kombat was out on the SNES. Sega. Yeah, I mean, pre- yeah, previously, I think it was out on the SNES. I can't remember what it's out on here. It doesn't actually say. But it was. We talked about this before. About I think that would be the first play. PlayStation version. Oh, it could have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, actually. It was Most amazing. of the games in that list are PlayStation, apart from GoldenEye. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Because the next one is number nine. And is- that's how quickly and how big PlayStation got. Number nine was, I think it was out on launch with Crash Bandicoot, was Tekken 3. Mm. Yeah, Tekken. It was out on launch with the, with the Crash Bandicoot. And number 10 is um, Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Which I don't really watch Star Wars or anything, so I wouldn't have played it. No, I don't know either. But I think that's what I quite like about that. Is there so much? There isn't many racing games in there. There's no racing games in the top ten. Yeah. But apart from that, it's quite eclectic. We've got like top view shoot 'em ups. We've got yeah. fighting yeah. games. We've got um, shoot 'em ups. And at the top is an adventure game, Monkey Island, which is a PC game, which it's I thought quite, was quite. 
it's quite an interesting snapshot into the the era as well. Yeah, I think so. You've got you've got James Bond, but then you've got a computer game where you can go around dra- running people over. I never got into Grand Theft when when Grand Theft Auto was that Grand Theft Auto. I never played it. I, I I'd seen it and I couldn't. I think I just thought we're past this this top few shit, and I don't care. Yeah, and so I. Do you know what? This name keeps nearly coming to me. That fucking game. I've nearly thought of, but I can't do it. Anyway, we, I thought we'd be past that. And so when it came out, when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out on the PlayStation 2, yeah. I was obsessed. Like, totally yeah. obsessed. Yeah. I remember you saying. I lived you alone at that to. point. And uh, <laughs> I, my the girlfriend at the time kind of came around, you know, a fair bit. But I, I remember being like, she was like, okay, I'm off. All right, love, see you later. Like, just play. Straight on. Carry on playing Grand Theft Auto. Did you actually play it properly? Or constantly yeah. just running from the law? Oh, no, I never... I always kind of... I've always kept that as a reward to myself, the free play mode. Right. So I'd always complete the game. So I did Grand Theft Auto 3, uh, did Vice City, did... Um, whichever the... I can't remember. The one before the one I've got, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Vice, not yeah, Vice City, yeah, completed Vice City. Um, I'm never very good. I'm not one of those people who's obsessed with saying I got five stars on every mission and did every submission. I just go completed it and walk off. Yeah, yeah. What but do you think? Is... What do you think about games like that, though? In you know, quite mature content, extremely mature content, really. But they're very they're always going to fall in the into the hands of kids, aren't they? They they are, but I we know through various psychological studies they don't actually cause people who weren't going to be a risk to be a risk. They're, that is absolute bollocks. It's not true. No. Um. And the problem you've got is that the creators of those games, like Rockstar, are our age, and so they're aiming mm. for themselves. It's it's it, it's almost what do you expect? So they've grown up in the same way we have with computers and consoles. And yeah. so when they hit, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, they started making games they'd wanted to play. Yeah. And, and so you end up with this in, incredible thing. There was, I remember there was a point on the PS2, yeah, PS2, Xbox, where there was game after, there were two types of games. You've got people who are into Gran Turismo um, and Halo, etc. And then you've got on the PlayStation 2, You'd got Stuntman Driver, which was kind of the UK version of Grand Theft Auto. Oh yeah, and Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, it was kind of a heyday. If I had, I had, I, yeah. I had, I had Stuntman Driver, uh, Driver One and Driver Two, and um, Grand Theft Auto. And I remember popping around to see one of my female friends. And I don't mean that in like a inverted commas way. An actual friend, and her little brother was playing Driver. And I remember just sitting down playing Driver with it, and, and just and they'd go like, "Oh, we're still going out. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough." <laughs> see you later, Ash. Let's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, really I, can't I, do, do you know what? Thing. I I remember a game just before Grand Theft Auto went 3D, and it was really similar. It had the same sort of vibe, but it sort of predated it, and it was quite popular in its own right. It was called Taxi Driver or Taxi. Yes, I remember. Taxi. I think it was, it was definitely Sega, and that had a similar vibe. You could either just be a nice taxi driver, just tootling about, or you could just go absolutely crackers. They rip up had, the streets. Yeah. They, uh, do you know what I remember that? Because they had Offspring on the soundtrack. And it was yes. one of the first times they used actual music in yeah. the soundtrack. It wasn't Gra- Gran pop. Turismo was famous for that as well. It used, used yeah. Feeder, didn't it? Yeah. And then with the Grand Theft Auto, you could change the radio station, which was like, as you were driving along. Oh, yeah. They like, had that in, even in the 2D version. Oh, did they? Yeah. Didn't know that. That's fucking <laughs> mental. It's crazy. I suppose it's not hard to do. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's cool. Uh, oh, so that's that's the whole list, isn't it? It's a nice snapshot. Yeah, I think I, I think it was. Yeah, I've got a list of the top ten selling computer games of all time. Oh, I want to know how many have even played. I bet I'm not. I bet I'm rubbish. I bet I'm not playing. Okay, shall oh, I start actually, at ten? Yeah, go for it. I think I know what number one is. I don't think I've played it. Oh, okay. Have you got a pen there? Uh, no. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Okay. 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 Number ten. Right. With forty-five million sales. Wow. 
Red Dead Redemption 2. It was brilliant. Yeah. Is it? It's a cowboy game, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like Grand Theft Auto on a horse. Yeah, right, right, right. Cool. I haven't actually played that. I don't know if I've played two. I think three's out now. I can't remember. I've I, I played the games. They, they were amazing as well. Same same kind of era, PS2, and then I think PS3. Etc. It shows how big the adult, not adult in that sense, but grown-up audience yeah, well, of again, computer games we've, is. We've spoken about this, and I, when I was a kid, I used to dress up as a cowboy, like, constantly. <laughs> and so these people, are the same people who used to dress up as cowboys. Yeah. Because yeah. that's made by Rockstar as well. They've yeah. gone... Yeah, I'm just going to be a cowboy. <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. it's exactly it's exactly the same as cinema. That's why there's a new Ghostbusters film. Yep. Because of people making films now at the age that liked Ghostbusters like we did, because they're our yeah, age. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, okay, so that's that. It's an insane amount of sales. Um, Pokemon Red and Blue, 47 million. I was too old when Pokemon came out. Yes. The first time. And then I just remained too old because I didn't have the reflection back. You must have been Pokemon. I, I was bang on Pokemon yeah. Red and Blue. Yeah, my little brother was Pokemon, but he's obviously... It was weird because they let us they let us play it at school. I remember my Leo, my little brother was, yeah, a Pokemon star. You could literally trade Pokemon and stuff. That seems fair enough. You yeah. kind of learn like, actually... You literally had to take your actual Game Boy in and the cable and that. They'd never let you do that now. Those cards theft and vandalism. Again, because people, they're now, those kids are now adults with money. Those classic cards are worth uh, a fortune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that it was a really good game and it was incredibly popular. If you didn't own a Game Boy and not own Pokemon Blue or Red, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah because you were too old. You were too old. Yeah, yeah, game yeah. Boy. too old person. Uh, number eight with 50 million Overwatch. I don't know what that is. Uh, I think it's. Uh... <laughs> It's a first-person shooter. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Not uh, uh, yeah, that's fair enough. I know it. I know of it, but I don't really know it. <laughs> if the next, like, six are shit, which I've never heard of, it's going to be... No, no, weird. you'll have heard of all of... Pretty much all of them. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, 55 million. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Brilliant. Mario Kart was... Mario Kart's just great, isn't it? Just exceptional. Yeah, just great fun. And... The other thing is, in a totally non, as much as you can be, sexist way, it's suddenly made, because I I don't really, I never was that bothered about driving games anyway, but um, lady friends suddenly wanted to play racing games, which just was a totally different thing. Yeah, it was completely unisex, wasn't it? Did you used to lean while you were driving? <laughs> <laughs> My friend used to do it a lot, like... <laughs> Like he thought it were genuinely helping him turn the corners. But the other thing was, you could play four player with one console. Yeah, one TV. That was an amazing thing. Yeah, and it's still going strong. So that version, Mario Kart 8, that's the Switch version, which is the latest console. That's very cool. Very cool. So that's that's a very... I mean, the market is so much bigger now than it used to be, I guess. So these sales just instantly catapult them to the top. Yeah, yeah, downloaders where you don't need a physical game. So it makes a massive difference. Uh, Super Mario Bros. at six with sixty million. Classic Super Mario. I've got. I built myself one of those um, pie thing consoles, didn't I? A couple of Christmases ago. And oh yeah. I've got Super Mario. I always thought Super Mario World Two was the best one they ever did. Nineteen eighty-five. Wow. Yeah, it first appeared in Donkey Kong, didn't it, Mario? And it's the own. Oh, yeah. It's one of two really old games in the top ten. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know what number one is. Uh, no. Okay. And next, number five, seventy-five million sales is mm-hmm. PUBG Battlegrounds. Never heard of that. Yeah. Again, that's sort of like a bit Call of Duty esque. Okay. Played a lot of Call of Duty back in the day. On the, uh, I think it had a stronger sort of online competitive situation. Did you ever, have you ever got one of those friends who takes... I used to play co-op with my friend over on the PS3. We didn't play over the network. We used to ring each other on Skype with an earbud in and then and then play the game because Skype was free. So you could just play, the, play it like that. Mm. And uh, he's one of those people who takes like far too seriously and it actually just starts annoying you he'd say stuff like okay right you hide behind that barrel 
okay, I'm going to come forward on the sprint. And then he'd just go kamikaze and just run through the middle and get shot. And he'd have to pick you up and give you a first aid kit. And he'd always be really angry about it as he did it, <laughs> which just made me encourage me. To yeah, do it. I've been both sides of that. <laughs> yeah. I just can't take it. Which we'll come seriously. back to. Um, uh, next one. This is interesting because this tells a story. Uh, 82, actually close to 83 million sales. Wii wow. Sports. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you had a Wii, you were getting Wii Sports because it was the best game on the Wii. So that shows how big the Wii suddenly got. My my wife bought everything for the Wii because she was going to get fit on the Wii Fit. Oh, yeah, the, the, whole, the balance board. pad thing, yeah. I think the record that anyone's managed to keep up with that shit is about three weeks. I mean, she spent, it was like 70 quid's worth of crap. Yeah. And she was going to do it every day. And then it was like, yeah, fortnight's on the road. Never play the game. I do. We we still have a Wii and we still have it in use. Oh, excellent. Um, And it's great for my children's age group. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because they, they get to stand up playing computer games. Yeah. And it's just better for them. It's just better for them, really. Oops. Making pick making kids just sit and stare. It's. I played. I think I played um, only a few games on it. I remember uh, playing Resident Evil when it came out on that. So it was quite good. Um, but I played yeah bowling and stuff like that. Cool. Genius move for Nintendo to sort of go. We're not going to compete on this graphics and getting faster and slicker machines, and we're not going to get all these racy titles and movie game titles. We're going to make something more. Physical, something more virtual, you know. But we, because we skipped out one bad Nintendo move, didn't we? Between the N64 and the Wii, there is the terrible GameCube, which was. Oh, like yeah. Well, that was there. That crap. was the end, wasn't my, it? Because when you said that you were very, you were you were a Nintendo guy, my friend was a Nintendo guy. He listens to the show, so he's probably listening <laughs> to this now. He he had, yeah, he, he got the. I remember he got the the, the uh, GameCube. And he was like, "I got a GameCube." And it was like, "What for?" Yeah, and there was the, the was controller the... was such a piece of shit. Ah, uh, I think it was Sega's final one was like the Dreamcast or something. Dreamcast, yes, yeah, and it was Dreamcast. the same thing, just the, their death. Yeah, absolute <laughs> yeah. death. Um, and then number three, this might be one that you're thinking of. Okay, Tetris. It is what I was thinking of. Yeah, 100 million sales. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't think you could not play if you've got Tetris. If somebody passed you a Game Boy with Tetris on now, I think you'd play it for a minute. I think you just would. I think you, you just, it's an incredible game. The jump up in, yeah, it is. It's a, just a really clever game that just happens sometimes. People just fall upon a super clever format, a bit like um, Wordle, yeah, or Sudoku, yeah. or something like that. Just something that captures the brain's works. Yeah. Um, the jump now in sales is insane. So they've all been going up in like five and okay, ten million. Okay, okay, okay. We got to be we, grand theft in. Right, we're going from a hundred million to second place, a hundred and sixty-nine million. Wow! And it is grand theft auto five. Grand theft auto five, yes. One hundred and sixty-nine million. It's grand theft auto five. I think yeah, I think that's what I've only just died again recently. That's two thousand. It's it's the one that has endured. Through them all, and people like mod it and stuff now, and yeah. So uh, that's I. I only started playing again uh, the other week when my wife was working for the whole weekend, and I had to download forty patches or whatever yeah, it was, yeah. and it took about two and a half hours. Yeah. And my and my last save was August two thousand seventeen. <laughs> and that... Yeah, it's it's a super popular game still, and it's like more online based now, isn't it? And people are. People are in their own little private servers and things. Yeah, Vice City was very uh, online. I do remember like starting to play those games online. Yeah. Okay, number one. Number one. Dum, we're, dum, so we're going from 169 million to 240 million. Do wow. you think you know what it is? Um, no, I don't. 240 million sales. Jesus. Biggest selling game ever, Minecraft. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's fair. I should have thought of that as well. It's it's just that game. It's sort of it's any age, any gender, any yeah, sort I... any sort of gaming sort of level really as well because the super nerds love it. But yeah. yet you can any a kid can, my my daughter plays it. She's not I, really. I remember hearing my godson shouting upstairs <laughs> about eleven or something like that, and me going, "What the hell's wrong with him?" 
And they were like, oh, he's playing Minecraft. He's always like that. Yeah. And I when the night falls. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I, it's I two very before. different games in a way, isn't it? Because it's it's very creative, sort of like computer version of Lego. Yeah. But then on the other hand, when the night falls, zombies and spiders come out and it's pure survival, isn't it? Well, I don't, I've never really played. I've only ever kind of looked over the shoulder of kids kids playing it and never really asked because they speak a different language than the kids they're just like uh, you yeah. try and go oh okay what's happening what are you doing and they're like oh there's a man and then he comes in and put a brick in and then a toe down and then the man made one with water oh, okay shut up and i don't care what they're talking about anymore. yeah i i get why everyone i get why it's so popular Absolutely, because to, it's you can do so. It's a sandbox. You can do kind of anything you want with it. Also, it's uh, what they call modded. So there's an entire community out there building all these additional things for it. Is it so relatively it's endless. cheap? It's virtually free. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I know what's the other one you you spoke about? Spoke about uh, that blocks thing. Roblox. 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 That's yeah. expensive, isn't it? Well, it's um, it's kind of shady. We should come on to this, but it's kind of that shady thing of it's free, but if you want to do anything, right, start making loads of micropayments type of thing. It's a terrible thing to teach children as well to buy bollocks, buy nothing because that's, you, a, that's it's, a shitty thing to do. To you're kids. buying pixels, aren't you? Mm. You're literally think, buying little light colors on a screen. I don't know if that's to do with. Do you know, I was listening to somebody talking about this the other day about being a tight bastard. Like the worst people in the world are tight bastards. And I, in this way, I get it. You know that prick who never gets around? You know, you're always with that dickhead who's, there's five of you, you know who's going to manoeuvre themselves to right, right. the end yeah, of yeah, the yeah. thing. So there's a chance they'll never get around, but there's double the chance they won't get a second round. They're not, they're going to make sure that they don't do it. And you never want to be that prick in life. But I think it's perfectly fine to be tight with bollocks. <laughs> like, go, yeah. I'm not paying that. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested. I know, I, and that, that's extra tough if it's children because they don't need to understand that it's bollocks, do they? Yeah, they kind of get it. They, yeah, it's tricky. Roblox is very clever, very clever entire enterprise, really. But, but yeah, I don't super agree with that, that style. And that's right. where the money is now as well. Like the amount of money these Extras. mobile phone games make now. It's, I remember buying stuff for, ah, uh, shit. Do you remember things dragon something dragon before this was just before that started? And to use a character, you almost you had to kind of in the game, you had to buy like a card or something. I remember buying my goddaughter some card for this dragon game up from Toys R Us. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. So she could scan it, so she could be the character or whatever. And she right. was collecting them. I don't fucking. And I thought such such a good con. Yeah, it's you've got fun, a piece yeah. of crap, piece of plastic, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it, it, it literally does nothing. And now she can be that character. And yeah, she just get for so for her whole birthday, she got a pile of gifts you could fit in a matchbox because none of it exists. Not yeah, really. I know. Yeah, I That's know. So it's very weird. bizarre, isn't it? I think you've got to, as a parent, you've got to balance both. You, they're allowed to do a bit of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You need some That's physical right. things. Like yeah, actual tangible gifts and a bit of digital gifting, you know, you need sort of balance. The same as anything, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that is, I mean, mobile phone gaming now is just huge. Like, I play a mobile phone game. Right. And it it makes, like, millions of pounds every month. Yeah. Uh, Which one's... Is I, that Creed? Oh, I can't really call it. No, I play one called Marvel Strike Force. So it's right. Marvel, you know, like the superheroes. Uh-huh. And it's um, you're in alliances. You've got to do all these things as a team, and I don't even know these people, but I've got to work with them. And <laughs> uh, and it's and it's but what they've done on this one, and it makes it makes a fortune on micropayments because you want to keep relative, you want to keep strong enough to compete, right. all that sort of thing, you know. And it's referred to a lot as play pay to win. Right. If you don't have the latest dude. You can't compete at the very top level, so you've got to drop that forty quid on the new character, or wow, got to buy that. Yeah, quid. well, so that's that. That is the one quite clever thing that this game has done. They've made it so the people that pay the game <laughs> prop up all the rest. Right. So if you're willing to spend two hundred, three hundred pounds a month on this game, you can Indeed, compete yeah. in the top thousand. 
And so they're all competing amongst themselves. Right. Meanwhile, everyone else is playing for free, having a lovely time, just one tier below, if you get what I mean. That's so they'll get that new character, but not for a month. Oh, could you? That's such a like a waste of your life. Like, you know, but that's you, clever, and it's clever, though, isn't it's it? Very because, clever, yeah. Because it doesn't force you to pay to win, and it doesn't make the game unplayable for other people. For everyone else, it's very yeah, okay. good. It's very well balanced, actually, in that respect. I just imagine one guy who mainly sits around in his house, topless, with headphones on, like, okay, so I'm actually the team leader, and we're going to really do really well. Today. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. I spent four thousand pounds last month. Like, the top spe- the top spenders are millionaires on this game. I was thinking, but you have to, they have to be millionaires to be the top. There's one guy that yeah. oh, there's a Yesterday. there's one guy on this right. He spent I think he said he spent four hundred grand. Fuck. He owns all the cranes in Tokyo. Okay, right. So wow. if you want a crane to do some work on a skyscraper in Tokyo, you need him. You need him, and he plays this game. Wow. And anything that comes up to buy, he just buys it. This was not a problem. It's not his peanuts. Yesterday, I was in the co-op, and they don't sell single onions anymore. They're only three packs for one pound twenty. I was like, forget it. So I bought one single red onion, nineteen p. That's how tight I am. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to waste. Oh onions. no, I'm. I'm that for me. That's part of the game on this game. Not spending the money. <laughs> it's been a tight Free to play, it's called. Uh, you know, and it's it's literally plotting your path to be competitive and not spend a penny. And that's what I love about it. I don't know about you, but phone memory is kind of worth so much in my head to me that I don't have any games really on my phone anymore because I'm always... Because Richard and I have worked together for like six years doing social media stuff and I do other stuff as well, like TikTok and stuff. So that that six gig or eight gig or twelve gig or whatever is worth yeah. so much more to me. Not fucking in a game because I can pick. I can fucking do that stupid video and flip that. Yeah. So that's probably my I know game you mean, of life. I mean. Is that is being? I think not. it's just having that. I, I think it's just a time thing. I know other people play other games. There's loads of these types of games that have cleverly found a way to to rinse rich people and yeah, that's an amazing. That's an amazing thing. If you had an all time. I was going to say, have you ever taken a game too serious or too far? Because, as you know, my every hobby I've ever had, I ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will give you. I haven't, but you made me think of this this guy, friend of mine, who did do the same person I used to. That was the guy years later I played with who took games too seriously. Yeah. And previous to that, he got a black mark on his name from me because <clears throat> we were both single available cool dudes at about 21. Mm-hmm. So that would have been 2002, 2003. And I, it was Friday night, time to go out, hit the town. Yep. Oh, paint yeah. it red. Paint it red or puke colour, whatever. And I texted back in the day, we did a lot of that. What are you up to tonight? And he said, uh, oh, I'm busy. And I thought, no, you're not. <laughs> you live with your parents. He's single. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I rang him. picked up. Suspicious. Him. What do you mean you're busy? We're going out. We're going out. We're going to go out. We're going out. Out. And he said, I'd love to go out. But at 9.30 tonight, I've got a fishing competition. I went, what do you mean you've got a fishing competition? Where? I'm not an outdoorsy kind of guy. And he said, um, it was like, is it called? I think it was Half Life or one of the similar things to that. Right. You know, you know where you kind of have to create your own world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and he was, he was in an international fishing competition where you could win some. Not gold. Second Life. Second Life. That's it. Oh wow, that's a and, whole world. I'm not even. I don't even want to peep around that corner. <laughs> and he said, anyway, he said he was in a fishing competition at nine o'clock, <laughs> and I went, get fucked, and hung up on him. Like, just that you're a prick. Like, that's amazing. I, that is a mental thing to do with your life. You're a Jewish cop. You didn't want to go around and sit on the end of his bed and watch all night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I remember I went out on my own. I, I, I went out and like met up with whoever was in yeah, the car. Yeah. Because I was like, do you know that thing where you're like, fuck you, then? I'm yeah, going yeah. anyway. Yeah. So here's uh, your, I, I took, you took, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I have everything thing, I've ever I done don't. in my life, I've taken too far. You um, do the same as me. I check my brain sometimes. So I'm like, what's reasonable and what's not reasonable. Yeah. And so that my bro- I would catch myself and say that I'm not being reasonable and stop. Probably. 
So uh, I have three examples, three examples of completely taking computer gaming too far. Uh, First one, uh, a game, quite a few people listening might not remember, because we're all of a certain age listening to this podcast, I'm I'm guessing, Uh, Ultima Online. Which was kind of a precursor to World of Warcraft, if people if people are wondering. Right. That game made. Um, I used to play that game, and it was a monthly subscription thing, and all that. Blah blah blah. And uh, that game was very very popular. Made a huge update. They made a huge update that everybody hated. Right. Okay. And at that point, me and a group of my guild members <laughs> decided to recode the entire game back. To the point before that update. <laughs> and we weren't the only ones. There were loads of people doing this. And we, we launched uh, an illegal private server. To play the game. Like it was pre-update. And wow. people could people could join. Love it. And that, so we sort of ran a version. How, an illegal many, version of that game. For like, like two years. How many hours did it take you to do that? Ages. It was, non, it was a, like a full time job. For Mad. two years. <laughs> Because you had to code all the fixes, you had to deal with people's complaints. Like he's he's knocked my house down, and and obviously totally free. You were doing that, yeah. Mental. Yeah, right. we should have we should have taken donations or something. Yeah, like a quid. What's yeah, but we didn't. What's your next embarrassing? So there was that one. Um, <laughs> next one, um, I got into after that kind of during that or kind of throughout my whole gaming life. I've played a game called Counter Strike. Right. Which was uh, it's still incredibly popular now, but it's twenty five years old, uh, and it's a, just it's a shoot, it's a shooting game, but it's the number one or original or proper esport. You know when people talk okay. about esport, um, and so because it's perfectly balanced like a real sport, the actual game it can be played incredibly competitively, fairly, etc. Uh, so I used to play that on a competitive level. Uh, to really high standard, we were in like the British second division, and that was seven hours at night when I was supposed to be getting a degree. Jesus Christ! Right. We used to do like four hours practice before two matches, two matches of an evening. Uh, Holy shit! And it was like I got to got to the point where we were, our clan was called a clan in Outstrike, not a guild. Um, we were getting sent like free stuff, like we were getting sent like free mice and keyboards and things like that, and everything. It was way too serious. And it was like early doors of sort of talking vocally online with each other as well, like team speak and things like that. Literally screaming at each other all night, every night, getting like four hours sleep. And that went on for years. <laughs> Did you live with your parents at that point? Or yeah. I was sort of annexed at that point. <laughs> yeah, they were like, fuck's sake. What are you doing, you effing knobhead? <laughs> my mum and dad again. Mum and dad are watching Coronation Street. To like eight meters away, just sort of going. It must be something to do with his degree. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and so that took that way too serious. Like to the point where I actually felt like guilt two, if I wasn't get, practicing. Did you get a two two? Uh, no two one. Oh, that's not bad. That's good. That's pretty good. I thought uh, you were going to say you managed a two two and played that shit every day. Well, it didn't help with the old degree, but uh, yeah. So that was. Uh, so that was way too serious. And then the ultimate one was FIFA, the football I knew, game. I knew what was coming up. I which is, uh, I, I, instead of just happily playing that game, uh, I, when I felt like it, I had to create a YouTube channel. <laughs> I had like 16,000 subscribers uh, making these videos on FIFA, on YouTube, and I just got so sick of it so fast. Because like, again, it was like a job. I physically had to play FIFA to get the clips for the video for that day, every yes. day. And I, I can't play it now. I can't go anywhere near that game anymore. <laughs> it's just like, and I really like football and I really like FIFA. But I like, kind of I, I like the idea sick. that your lovely wife and your parents have a support support group that's called like <laughs> Richard's fucking about again. Yeah. And anytime, like, I, anytime I start anything. They, they go, really? oh God, what's this going to turn into? <laughs> what, uh, what side hustle, scheme, how are you going to get on the radio doing this? <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to be on Look North? Doing this. That's quite good. 
yeah yeah i suppose i've never yeah i've never yeah i think i've just never taken a game that seriously i think because i i think what helped is the relativity of having a mate who's taken it too seriously that made Mm. me like fuck that i remember i went to go see him once and he was into um i think it was flight sims and his desk looked like the cockpit of oh yes yes that's the thing yeah and i remember thinking sure you've ruined your life (laughs) yeah yeah, crazy. There's they, a great my... joke on this country where they're flying to uh, the <laughs> mum and the dad and daughter are flying to America in yeah. real time. Yeah. And I was like, one of my friends who's actually a pilot, uh, a pilot for um, EasyJet, we used to, we, we would have like Skype, com- uh, sorry, Zoom chats and stuff, Do, you know, just to chat to each other because we lived in Switzerland. But he would be, and he would be flying somewhere in real time, which I find him less of a dick because he's now a pilot. I'm sure he doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually has to do it. Bushman's all day, right? But yeah, but that makes sense. I remember I told him he was doing one job, and I said, "You should just fuck. You clearly don't like your job. You think your boss is a pin. You're young enough. He's about uh, ten years younger than me." And I was like, "Just bin it. You're not supposed to hate everything about your life. Just get rid of this fucking shit yeah. and do something else." And it took him like three years, but now he does that, and I'm sure he doesn't play pilot. But this other mate of mine, he would have everything. I've seen every configuration in his room. And he was that guy. He'll never listen to this. So I don't care. I remember going around his house to watch him play a computer game, which he didn't want to do. And he was far too old for that. And yeah. he said to me, uh, I, you must have seen Wedding Crashes. Yeah. There was a moment where I realized we couldn't really hang out anymore. I was with him. We sat, I was watching play computer games, and he said, oh, do you want to watch this film in his bedroom? And I was like, yeah, um, yeah, fine, put it on. It was Eight-Legged Freaks. That's what I remember what it was. And he said to me, do you want to, do you want to a cup of tea? And I went, yeah. And he went, any sugar in that? And I went, no, mate, just tea. And he went, okay. Uh, do you want a biscuit? And I said, what have you got? And he went, you know, Zemanen biscuits? And I went, yeah, they're quite nice. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. And he went, Mom! <laughs> and I was like, no, no way. And this voice went, yeah, what? And he went, come here, John, have a cup of tea and maybe bring up your biscuit. And I was like, oh, my God. And he went, biscuits. And she came up like five minutes later with two yeah. and, tried, and a plate of biscuits. I think I've been alone for four years. But yeah, and yeah. I, was like, I was like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking mental. Yeah, that's great. Which is my where my you trick now up. with computer games is uh, I don't you play burn. any with an online competitive aspect. <laughs> right. So I just tootle around in my own little world. That's good. So there's no competition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't, I've seen, you know, yeah. I, I think it's just the relativity of seeing someone else do that. I just never have been that person to play those, to, to get addicted to those games. I get, I've got addicted to the thing on phones. Um, me and my wife got addicted to that. Like bubble popper game, yeah, like Candy Crush or something. Yeah, but it was like it's called Bubble Popper, and I was on about a level, I don't know, three thousand and fifty-eight or something. Yeah, and then you know, one day you just stop. Yeah, I, like, I just stopped playing it one day, and yeah. um, and I literally, if I wasn't looking at the TV, I was playing that bubble pop bullshit. Yeah, and one day I just didn't do it anymore. Yeah, that's why like, the trick to Wordle, which is brilliant, is there's one a day. You do it and that's finished. Yeah, but that's my friend so at work, weird. he got one wrong and that's it. Oh, he won't play anymore? No, that was just doing it. He realised he was only doing it for the streak. And the streak's oh, okay. over, so that's it. He's finished. If you clear your cookies, it does it as well. <laughs> it changes it all back to zero, because I've done that. I yeah, I guess phone, it would. And yeah. I was like, no! Yeah. So I think we've summed up computer games, basically. Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it. Oh, Here's one for you. My, I had a friend who uh, came to uni for the first use, but he was Swiss. He went back to Switzerland. Um, a new game came out called World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided to get that game and play it. He played it for a week without speaking to anyone or sleeping or eating. Or presumably, he must have done a bit of those things. Wow. Um, he got kicked off his course. His girlfriend left him. Jesus, and uh, and it was got really dark really quick. Did he just shut shut it down? Then he just shut shut the world down. <laughs> but when he week. stopped after that week, and then he was like, "There's no, nothing left." Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. Everything had gone really bad. <laughs> I don't. Terrible. I can't remember if he managed to unpick it. Um, I don't and... know how. Yeah, that's terrible. 
Oh, oh there I saw a really good stat on how much uh, Minecraft, how much, how much World of Warcraft, how much money has World of Warcraft made? Nine point two billion. Wow, fair dues. World of Warcraft has made. It's been running for so long; it's a monthly subscription. I think I'm quite lucky. It's like Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, I've got quite an addictive personality, and I I realised the other day I've listened to six months of Audible in my life. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah, because you can do it while you work, don't you? Yeah, and podcasts and stuff. I'm just totally addicted to that. Yeah. So yeah, I just. But that's not idle time though. Yeah, and you know what? And the other thing you can't. The good thing is, I suppose. Yeah, you can carry on doing other stuff. Yeah. And as we said the other week, I don't know how people find time in their forties or late thirties to play. No, not to play more than like an hour a day. <laughs> Good luck to them though. If you are a computer game player, excellent. Oh yeah, knock yourself out. Yeah, nice. But be careful because of the World of Warcraft thing. That was a warning. <laughs> yeah, you don't do stop your, everything. Your for a week. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Done. Done. Thanks oh, don't for... forget. Wait. Go, on. go away. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Click, click. I was going to say up. thanks for listening and all that. But... Oh, yeah, thanks for listening. But click thumbs up or go and press the review thing if you haven't done it yet. Give us five stars. Give us five st- on the episode. It counts on the episode as well. If, you're if li- you listen on iTunes, a review on there is gold dust. So please oh, do one. Gold dust. So again, thank you for listening. But the real thanks is only for those people who review it. If you want to join the Facebook group, go and do it. Go to facebook.com. It's the blue one with a big F, owned by a maniac. And just type in the on topic podcast yeah. and we'll we'll pop up. That's the most active. We'll ask you questions as well and stuff like that. Yeah, Facebook group's on, great. Join the other twelve people following us on Twitter or send us an email. We still haven't got one to the on topic podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll say the email address at the start of an episode one week, but I'll fix yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Bye, bye, bye.